0: Welcome to Soul Talk, a podcast founded and created by Monica Ramirez, the Warrior of Love. Soul Talk was created in 2020 when a pandemic hit and we were in lockdown. She wanted to have exciting conversations with open-minded people so they could understand different aspects of herself and she could help others in the same way. She interviews healers, coaches, therapists, psychics, readers, channelers, mediums, intellectuals, poets, artists and more. She calls it soul talk because it started as a conversation from soul to soul.
1: Hello everyone, this is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and thank you for being here. And today we continue with a series of Boda pelusa And we have uh one of our invites, it is Ling himmelman uh I hope I said it right. And she it is it is very interesting what she's doing, something that I believe I need right now that it is, uh, she does several stuff. And one of them, it is the uh, Laugh Yoga. I, might, I hope I didn't say it wrong. And the New Decision Therapy. And let's find out a little bit more. And thank you, Lynn, so much for being part of Soul Talk.
2: My pleasure. I'm uh, really delighted to be here, Monica.
1: Lynn, tell us a little bit about what is the New Decision Therapy?
2: Well, this is a beautiful gift that dropped into my life at a point in time where I was really giving up on myself and I was giving up on life. Uh, you know, I'd had a lot of really great things already happen in my life and it didn't really make any sense to me that my body, my physical body, was not cooperating <laughs> with all of my big dreams. I, from the time I was young, I'd wanted to be a singer and, and yet I was very shy and, and uncertain and self conscious. And it was a big leap for me to go into, uh, university and to get my music degree. And then, you know, things really started to take off. I was becoming, I was being paid as a professional opera singer, which seemed just, so miraculous to go from this place of complete shy awkwardness to being able to get up on stages in front of thousands of people and sing. But in the middle of all of that, my body started to fail. And because the, my body is my instrument, any of us that are we're using, I mean, our body is the instrument for just about anything that we want to do in life. Yes. And so if that house that we live in every day isn't uh, moving in synchronicity of, uh, of us in terms of how we're imagining our life to be, it can be very upsetting, depressing, uh, and, and we can go into deep states of suffering around that. And that's exactly where I was stuck. And even though I had tried many, many different therapies, both in the, you know, the medical and the non-medical world to try and get on my feet. Nothing seemed to be working. And then, uh, and I gave up. And at that moment of giving up, new decision therapy showed itself. It was developed by a marriage and family psychotherapist in the United States who really got tired of Having people come back to her year after year after year, seeming to repeat the same stories and to stay stuck in the same cycle of what, you know, what's been done to me, you know, and basically just blaming life and blaming the people in their life for why they couldn't get on with it. Well, I think I was also one of those people, (laughs) you know, and this technique that she developed got me out of that it got me out of my own way and the miracle and the beauty of it is that it all happened within a matter of weeks
1: wow usually the majority of the human beings are wrong with that card victimhood i Believe the majority are like that because that's a program that is being unveiled to us since we we're kids. We hear the adults always complain of the government's fault or the schooling fault or someone else's fault, and they're not trying to change. So it's a program that the majority of human beings have it until they decide to change that. But it takes mm-hmm. longer, usually, when someone becomes the observer and conscious uh, to change that, not a week that week it is very fast for a for a modality it is only also- a few
2: weeks a few weeks so i went from being someone who was struggling so badly that i gave up on myself and i decided i guess i'm just an unhelpable anomaly within a short time of making that decision about myself, this dropped in. I stumbled upon it at a health show, which I wasn't even gonna go to because I didn't think there was, I thought I'd tried everything, but someone in my life who had never been to a health show convinced me, to go, disappeared within about 10 minutes after I got there, I was steaming out of the ears. I was so angry that this person had dragged me there and then just disappeared. But, you know, it was meant to happen because I was parked. You know, and I had this like, oh, I was just so angry, you know, and I was just, the wheels were turning a thousand miles an hour inside my head about what I was going to say to this person when I found them. <laughs> and then it was like, I don't see this person in the next minute or two. I am out of here. And then around walked this person who had been taking care of a booth. It was the first time ever new decision therapy was being introduced to Toronto, where I'm from. Dr. Candace Blakely, who developed the technique, was living in California at the time. And someone who trained with her had a miraculous recovery, had influenced her mother, who then had an Miraculous recovery over a trauma that she went through when she was 18 and had affected her whole, um, marriage, her relationship with her daughters. That woman, that mother was there helping her daughter, who previously she had been estranged to, to introduce this to us in the great city of Toronto. And he told me her story, and it was so, like, it was, to me, it was so mind-blowing, I had to come back to the show the next day to meet her daughter, who was this certified practitioner in the process. She stood me in front of a mirror. Before she did that, she had me touch certain Points on my body stimulate certain points. I don't know, I didn't know for sure what she was doing, but those little adjustments opened up energy pathways in me so that I was able to get back in contact with what was running my life from the subconscious level. She was able to identify the exact moment in time where I had stopped having a strong relationship with life. She knew nothing about me. Found this just through the technique and through tapping into the signals that my body was giving back to her. Identified the age of 14. And all manner of emotion came flooding up. That I didn't even know that I was still harboring. Now, we couldn't do anything with that at the show, but believe me, I booked a session with her, and there was no looking back from there. Within five months of going through that process, I was training to become a practitioner, and I had somehow miraculously shifted. From someone unhelpable who had to someone who had been empowered through this technique to lift other people up the way I was lifted up, and that's what I've been doing for the past 25 years.
0: Welcome. In choosing to be part of this group, you have said yes to yourself. You've chosen to confront those limitations keeping you from achieving the life of your dreams. Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love. Is a transformational belief coach she's a psychic channeler certified nlp life coach bqh that is hypnotherapy akashic records reader public speaker writer and artist she works with many modalities and has created her own like this one to help you let go of the limitations and achieve the transformation you desire so you can anchor your emotions that you desire morning will be hosting a new session every tuesday at 7 pm central time leading the group through a guided meditation, then proceeding to work with people individually. So join Monica here in this free journey by joining this Zoom link.
1: Do you think that it has to do a lot with believing in yourself again? I have seen that with my clients over and over, that the point of their trauma, whatever it is, is because they stop believing in themselves. They stop believing that they can transform and change their life or remove the sickness or the limitation, whatever it is. But it is because they are not believing enough in themselves.
2: Well, for sure that's there. And I, you know, I would say I knew that was there, but I didn't know how to have it not be there and all of the things I tried, you know, meditation, different energetic techniques, reading all the positive self-help books, changing how I ate, getting all the toxins out of my system physically, you know? And what I didn't realize is that there were emotional toxins that were buried so deeply, I didn't even know they were there anymore. And that day at the health show, I touched on levels of emotion that were harbored inside of me that I had never touched on through any other talk therapy, energetic therapy. It was a first for me. And I would say I'm one of those, you know, like I'm a, I'm, I'm one of those highly sensitive individuals, you know, and and you know, is like highly sensitive to my environment. To other people's energies. And I, you know, I would say back then, I didn't know anything about healthy boundaries. So, of course, I let everybody else's energy consume me. And I somehow convinced myself because other people seemed to think that if there was a problem in their life, it was because of me. And I just so willingly took that on that I was the reason everybody else was miserable. You know, I made them, and then I didn't know how to get out of that trap. And this technique that Candace developed helped me get out of my own way long enough to get out of that trap and to be able to re-perceive myself in relationship to others and to in a sense reclaim my own inner domain right down to a soul level because this process that she developed it's really a soul retrieval you're able to go in to read through the wisdom of the body because everything everything is encoded there everything that you need to resolve what you think is unfixable the information is there. So she developed, you know, it's like, I feel sometimes she taught me a way to read that inner wisdom, that inner languaging that exists within the body and then translate it and give it back to the person who has lost sight of it there, you know? And as you go through the technique, you start to retrieve it so that then you're able to do it for yourself. You know, in the beginning, I kind of, I be, I'm the guide. And that was her whole thing, you know, like she wanted it in the end to be a self-help tool. In the beginning, you need someone who's trained to get the really, you know, incestuous clutter, inner clutter that just you, you can't seem to wade through on your own. And once that's cleaned up, then you've got this beautiful technique that you, can, that you can use anytime, anywhere to just tune up whatever I, is getting in your way.
1: It doesn't matter if we are coaches or healers. We all need... We are working with ourselves in one point or the other. And we have a bunch of blind spots because we're working and working or, and we forget about ourselves. So many times we have all those blind spots, and so we need sometimes therapies, coaches, or therapists that can help us also see those blind spots. And it's like peeling an onion, right? Yeah. You have yeah. the, the, the parts on top, but there's something underneath, and there's something more underneath. And we continue working with ourselves. I believe that we all have to continue working on to, I don't know, to win. Because, hey,
2: it's unending,
1: you know, <laughs> but is So,
2: but I like to say, you know, like I, I, I have actually gravitated away from that phrase of working on oneself, and into discovering and getting more into a playful relationship with our life journey, because. The work never ends. Yes. So why not just shift it into a playful relationship of expanding how we enter into this game of life? You know, let's make the game fun.
1: It is easier to achieve that. Something in my own experience, it is when you become the observer. And I believe the universe is—it pl- likes to play jokes with us all the time. So it will show you and present you the the same thing that you've been doubting about yourself. And it just will show it in a funny way. But you're an observer. You still get triggered by it. You're not going to see the comi—the uh, comedy side of the universe to you. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Observer, but there's more to it than just being an observer because an observer suggests kind of being off to the side, like just kind of looking or watching.
1: It's removing the judgment. There
2: is a way because you see, we live, we are here living in this beautiful physical house. So when we really fully get centered, like when we really are connected on a deep level, right in here, it's like there's a core of who we are that we can connect to, then we can... It's more like we're the eye in the center of the storm. Everything is happening. We're in it. We're not off to the side here. We're in it, but we're so still. Internally, like the eye in the center of the storm, that we do not get blown around in the turbulence, we're we're part of it, but we're not.
1: Yes, I understand. And <laughs> you also do um, the yoga, uh, the laughing uh, yoga, that I have yes. tried to yes. get to there many times, but I I just need to make time for that. But tell us a little bit more about it, how it works and how do you work that with people?
2: Yeah, well, to me, the two are very married to each other now because they both made a profound difference for me. And, and uh, you know, when I went through the new decision therapy, that, that did great things and, and I became a lot lighter and happier and so on. But I was, because I had spent so many years entrenched in trying to resolve my issues, I became very serious. And And that pattern of seriousness was still there. So the laughter yoga really helped to shake that loose from my system. And it's not an ordinary way of being in relationship with laughter. It's actually an extraordinary way of being in relationship with laughter. And it requires, it requires calling laughter up from the inside of yourself You already know how to laugh when there's a good joke. You already know how to laugh when there's, you know, a comedian or somebody says something witty. But do you know how to laugh, really laugh in a situation of adversity when you're in the middle of a great loss Losing someone that you love dearly. uh, A relationship breaking up unexpectedly. Somebody having a distorted representation that you know is so faulty and yet you can't convince them otherwise where it's just breaking your heart. Do you know how to laugh in a way that is your heart and soul right it requires letting go of defining the appropriateness of laughing in the situation because we've been programmed to believe it's not appropriate to laugh in adverse situations and yet it is naturally programmed into our bodies to laugh when we're under extreme amounts of stress And the only thing that stops us from doing that is the faulty thinking that we have been taught Mm -hmm. that it is inappropriate. So I have gotten through great moments of grief with the help of laughing.
1: Yes, it it changes your energy immediately. In The moment you start laughing, it's whatever is mental or emotional state you are. You just flip it.
2: Yeah, like we could start laughing right now. We don't have to have a reason. I don't have to tell a funny joke. I could just invite you to laugh with me. Kids do it all the time. They just laugh because they're moving. They're laugh they just laugh because they're interacting with life. Babies don't laugh because they think something's funny. They're not even thinking yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Are you ready to laugh with me, Monica?
1: Yes. And anyone
2: else who's listening? Okay. It might feel weird because we're so used to associating it with something in our mind. But go with it anyway. Just ride with it. Because as we laugh, the body will not know the difference. Because we're still activating the same muscular mechanisms and it's going to signal the body to release mood lifting endorphins. Even if you were to fake the laugh and just go, ah, oh, I don't know if I feel like laughing. Ha 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 ha. ha. He, he, he ho 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 ho. <laughs> You're already activating the systems to release. So I'm gonna count us in. You ready? Okay. One, two, three, just any kind of laugh, even a fake one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And if somebody had told a funny joke, because most laughs only laugh for like, they last for maybe three to five seconds. If something's really funny, it'll laugh for 10 to seconds. And if you want to use laughter as a tool to really shake things up for yourself and actually release deep-seated tension, because the more you laugh and the longer you laugh, And this is going outside of the box you're not going to do it in a normal way you're going to do it in an extraordinary way a stretched out exaggerated way because what do olympic athletes do they don't just keep it in the ordinary they don't just walk an ordinary pace they exaggerate they expand they take it into a new level okay so this is like laughter olympics So you start by challenging yourself to laugh, even if it feels fake. Keep it going for a minute. That's a pretty long stretch for most people. You know, just do that every day for a week and see it. It could very well change things up for you, you know, and then it, even more.
1: Uh, Lynn, it was really my pleasure to have you here. and. uh And just please let us know, uh, do you teach in groups or one-on-one?
2: Both. I do one-on-one sessions, both online and in person for anybody who's in Toronto. And I do have a free stress interrupter that happens online every second Tuesday, which you can find on Eventbrite. But you could also go to my website to find that information. It's www.forgiveandlaugh.com.
1: I will be sharing her information uh, down below so you can catch uh, her laughter and you can shift your energy. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you so much. Thank you, Monica. And thank you for all our viewers. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and thank you for being in Soul Talk. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to MonicaRamirezWarriotofLove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.